Welcome everybody to yet another live interview show with Become a Fearless Father. And today I have the pleasure to be accompanied by Nathan Spells. I would say the funnel tech guy, but I don't know if that's the right. Yeah, you can call me the funnel tech guy. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's great. Because look at this, man. See, you were asking me, like, can people's can we see people's comments and stuff? And my good friend Rebecca already left a comment. Look at that. Love his platform class because many need help with techie stuff. Boom. Not awesome. even Thank yet. you, Rebecca. Thank you. People already are happy with you. That's awesome, man. I love that. So thank you very much, Rebecca. I appreciate you. So, Nathan, man, before we start going in and talking a little bit more about who is Nathan Spells, right? Let's start off with this, man. Why funnel tech? What made you decide, like, ah, uh, yes, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. Well, first of all, I love helping people. Okay, mm -hmm. I, that's 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 my that's where it hits me right in the core. Is I love helping people. And when I discovered ClickFunnels, I, I realized that I could do a lot of the tech stuff. And you know, I'm still learning the marketing and sales aspect, and creating the funnels and building all the copy and stuff but all the all the technology stuff came natural to me because i've been doing it for over 25 years so mm. and then i started you know getting into conversations with people and you know answering their questions and i thought you know i, I can do more mm -hmm. i can do more for people and so i i started digging asking around seeing if anybody else and you know there's a lot of people out there that are knowledgeable and that have you know good tech knowledge but they don't have a lot of the in-depth technology like like I do. So I wanted to say, well, let, let me give back some of this information that uh, people are, are needing to be successful. And I, I want to see other people successful. Mm. That's, that's what drove me there. Exactly. Love helping and seeing others succeed, man. That is key, I would say, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love that, man. So before we go in, man, I've got to ask. So what is... Because I, I use ClickFunnels and I loved it, and I probably used it. I start using it again. I just don't at the moment don't have a website, anything like that. <laughs> Which some people weird, but hey, it is what it is. And I was okay with it. So, what kind of in-depth tech stuff are we talking about that could make really a big impact, and, and maybe even what kind of impact are we talking about? Well, the, the big one that people have issues with is, you know, something simple like getting a domain and how to configure the domain with ClickFunnels, how to set up their SMTP integrations, how to make all the stuff on the back end work so that the front end of their funnel is performing the way that it should be. Exactly. And so that's where people get hung up a lot. And, and yeah. the, the questions that I've asked so far are, you know, hey, how do I how do I get my email to work? And something like mm -hmm. getting email delivered. There's a lot of things that people don't know that. Why are all my emails going to spam? Why aren't people getting my emails? Mm -hmm. Little things like that that um, you know make a difference, especially you know making sure that the the funnel is successful in delivering the information to the end user. Exactly, love that man. We'll go dive a little bit more into that after, of course, getting to know you personally a little bit better. Nathan, share with us, man. Share us your origin story, right? You're from ClickFunnels, so you know what our story is all about. Share that with us, and as well. I find that very important, of course, so that entrepreneurs can relate with you. What's the family setup, right? Well, um, it's a strange story. Uh, I'm on my second marriage. I, I um, about ten years ago, I lost my first wife to cancer. Sorry, and, um, you know, it was it it really rocked our family. I have three older kids, uh, you know, that you know had with her, 
And, um, you know, it's before that I was in, we were, I was in the military. I'm going to say we were in the military because she was there with me for a long time. So uh, mm. after I got out of the military, I went to work uh, in the tech industry, worked for Lockheed Martin and various other companies. And then I became a stockbroker of all things. I, I strange story on how I got there, but, um, I ended up getting into the finance industry and I learned a lot about, you know, working with people, talking to people, you know, selling and, and marketing and, and, you know, it, it, piled upon my top of my tech knowledge and I use that to to become a successful stockbroker and then uh you know something happened and uh you know all of a sudden I decided to leave the industry and I wanted to start my own company and then had great financing everything was up and working and then my company crashed and burned around me after we lost everything mm. so I had to start all over I mean literally we lost everything our house all our vehicles I mean we were down a week away from being homeless and uh, I found a nine to five job and it's been eating at me ever since I did that again. It's like I, I don't want to rely on somebody else to be able to put money in my pocket. I don't want to rely on somebody else whether or not I'm going to have a paycheck next week. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've worked for the past seven years and I, I guess it was about a year ago. Uh, my buddy and I decided we were going to start a couple of businesses again on the side. And I started looking for means to market the business i looked online i started and i came upon across the, the concept of sales funnels mm -hmm. and then i started digging into it heard about russell brunson started digging into that learning more about him before i even took the plunge and i said okay this is the means that we're going to need to be able to drive our brick and mortar business that we're getting ready to launch this next month mm -hmm. and so uh but I fell in love with it. I fell in love with helping people. I fell in love with being able to go out there and give back. And, you know, I really started as, as pretty much a selfish motivation for me to find something for my business. And I ended up realizing that I can help other people in this process while it's helping me as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's fulfilling me all the way around to be able to give back and to be able to, you know, support my family, be able to do the things that I want to do when I want to do them, not when somebody else dictates that I have to do the work. So, um, you know, and I, I got remarried about eight years ago, um, you know, and, you know, this uh, woman was in my life before my first wife died. You know, we had my first wife and I were, were not not together. And um, when she got sick um, as her former husband. Um, I brought her into the house with us and the kids and we ended up taking care of her until she died. And mm -hmm. so she formed a good bond with my now current wife and they became really good friends. Mm -hmm. And um, I've had since had two young kids later. I have now have an eight year old and a five year old. So five kids we are talking now. And, uh, you know, I have to be and I love I love the topic here. Become a fearless father. I, I, I have to be that fearless father. I have to drive forward. I have to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. I have to not only do those things for them, but be the example for them to succeed later on in life. Absolutely. And, yep. um, so and here I am today and just um, and some days I feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants. Some days I feel like I'm an imposter with all this, that, that imposter syndrome. But yet, you know, every day I come across something new. I meet new people like you and I, I see that there is that path. It does exist. Absolutely. So I'm following it. Nice, man. I love that. And, and by following that path, you are setting the probably most important example for your kids that you can set. So that's amazing. 
real quick on the the um, what did you say? You, you imposter syndrome, right? Um, Akbar Sheikh, if you're in the ClickFunnels, you probably have heard of him as well. Big, big, big ClickFunnels person. Uh, think three times. Um, what is it then? Two Comic Club. Yeah, Two Comic Club award winner. And uh, he said, and I love that vision of it. The only people that have imposter syndrome are not imposters. Right. So the only people that don't have imposter syndrome are actually imposters because they don't have that problem. Right. And I love that. I said, that makes sense. Right. That makes absolute sense. So just thought I'd share that real quick with you and everybody else. Man, I got so much questions from what you just shared. Um, so let's let's continue where we um, where we ended. Right. With, uh, with the, the whole click funnels um, thing. So what's. Because you mentioned, like, I'm working on the strategy and the sales of it. What's your, what's your uh, or, sorry, the marketing and the sales of it? What have you noticed? What do what you find more important to do? Look at, okay, what's my marketing? What's my sales going to be? Or just giving value to people, right? The biggest thing for me is, is the giving the value. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that people get something from what I'm offering. Because if, if it's not, if I'm not giving that value, it's a waste of their time. Yeah. And so, and I don't want to waste people's time, just like I don't want people to waste mine. So, you know, when I, you know, I, I'm, I just, you know, I'm finishing up the uh, one funnel away challenge and working on, uh, you know, one group away challenge, just started that as well to help build my mm -hmm. Facebook group. And, and it's, uh, I'm learning a lot from a lot of great people. If you don't mind, if I name drop some people, Alex, yes. You can. Doug Bowden. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Anything you want to drop. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and all the people at ClickFunnels, you know, of course, Russell Brunson, uh, Steve Larson, every, you know, there's just a, a, a plethora of names I could throw out there. But, you know, it's every day I'm, I'm making it a, a purposeful task to learn something new. Um, because as long as I'm learning, I'm moving forward. And you know what? I know I'm going to stumble. I know I'm going to fall on my face but I'm going to pick myself up and I'm going to keep moving forward mm -hmm. because I have to be successful for my kids. I mean, I don't have an option here. I have to be able to do these things for my children, for my family, for my wife, you know, and make sure that, you know, they see me as the example. Exactly. Exactly. Again, man, you should so much. I got more questions uh, for the people that are watching this one funnel away challenge is a challenge from click funnels where in 30 days they run you through exactly how to build your offer your funnel how to write to discover if you are good for blogging and vlogging or podcasting right all that kind of stuff it's 30 days of just amazingness i've done the first one loved it loved everybody there from that, had the pleasure to have Shane Larson, which you probably know because he's on the side notes sharing all his insights. He was on the show. And Steve Larson is actually going to be on the show in October. So I'm really oh, excited about that one. Awesome. Yeah. I'll make sure and look look forward to seeing that one, man. Exactly. You've had great interviews on your show, and I'm just I'm very happy to be here. So I love it, man. I love it. So let me ask you this, because you mentioned like, you know, I want to succeed, right? Be that example. I want to succeed to for my wife, for my kids. And, and I, I get that. What does success mean to you? Uh, success means the ability, having the ability to make my own decisions when I want to make them and having the financial freedom 
to act on those decisions. Mm-hmm. And wow. so, um, you know, it's a combination of things. I, I, I want to be able to wake up in the morning whenever I want to wake up, although I'm always going to be an early riser. If I want to sleep too late, I want to sleep too late. You know, it's just, it's the little things that add up. And, you know, I look at, I look at all the little things that add up to that definition of success. It's, you know, being able to go out to that restaurant when I want to go out to that restaurant, take my wife and my kids, or being able to go on that vacation when I want to, and being able to say, you know what, I can give back more now that I have that financial capability because I know that I want to reach that point to where not only do I want to give back more from adding value by providing information and knowledge to people, but money as well to help organizations that need it to, you know, the philanthropy aspect of it. And so that, that encompasses my definition of success. Mm -hmm. Love it. Absolutely love it. And yes, absolutely. Give more um, to the community, to the community of ClickFollows, but also, I mean, the community around your house, right? Which is important, your living environment. Uh, but then also what you're saying, like charities, uh, we've all heard of OUR, of course, Operation Underground Rail is one of my favorites. Um, however, everybody has their own thing, right? Where we love to. And, and being able to do that gives such a good feeling. And I still haven't figured out what it is, but for some reason, more comes back from it, right? Yes, it does. And that's, I, I found that every time I give, I get back tenfold and yeah. it is such a rewarding feeling. And mm-hmm. I don't give because I want that return. I give because it just feels good to give. Yeah. I think actually that is the reason why you get it back. Like if, if, if I would give you something, if I would give you something, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the idea of, oh, if I give this to Nathan, if I give this value to Nathan, then he's going to be my customer. Right. Then that's doesn't count that way. But if I think really from my heart, like, okay, this would really help Nathan. I'm going to give this to him, take the time and, and share that and explain that. That's when the magic happens. Right. Right. And that yeah. distinction I think is the key, but it's also the hardest thing. I at least that's been my experience. Right. It is. And it's a fine line too. I mean, because you know, you got to be careful about that when you, you know, if, if you step over that line, expecting something back from you, you know, for you, then you know you're going about it the wrong way you know giving to give is well you reap the rewards and that's uh, you know i found that to be true time and time again yeah that's absolutely true so yeah i i shared it a couple of times i made the mistakes when uh we were earlier in our marriage thinking that if i would give something to my wife she would give something special back to me and as men we all know what that special thing is and it doesn't work that way <laughs> no, it so changing that, just giving from the heart, then all of a sudden, um, you know, our relationship just went to a whole different level. And that's that's what it's all about. So I brought the business now to <laughs> to more the, uh, you know, husband and wife side. But still, it just to share with everybody that it doesn't matter at which level you give. Right. Whether that's with your kids or with your uh, spouse, with with um, with anybody on the street, whatever it is give to give coming from your heart and just amazing things will happen. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with you. And, and, and so I, I, I agree with you as well. Absolutely. So one group away challenge. I heard that that's Alex's new challenge, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Alex Elliott. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. So I can't wait for you to share some stuff with that as well. Later on when you went through it, because I think she just started, right? 
Oh yeah, just I, I actually finished up day one yesterday. Uh, I think I got in uh, a couple of days later than most people, okay. but uh, I'm already uh, hitting the book, so to speak, and uh, you nice. know turning along. I, I do have it a little bit of an advantage over some of the people just starting, as I do have a group already, exactly. and I have a number of people in the group. But the the concepts that I'm learning from this challenge are are, are amazing, and uh, I just mm -hmm. you know thanks to her and and all her people uh, for putting this together. Exactly, exactly. So real quick, because you mentioned just now, like you got your group already uh, ready. So for everybody that is in the funnels and is struggling with the tech side, right? Make sure that this link that I'm sharing right now in the video, it's in the comment section. So click on it and join Nathan's group, right? Because I mean, you you hear right now sharing tons of value, right? Imagine what he's going to do when you actually have like real specific questions in regards to tech stuff for your funnel. I mean, sky is the limit. I can tell you that right now. So make sure again, it's in the it, it's in the comment section. You just click the link, you get right to his group. And um, are there questions? Do you have questions before, or is it just anybody that joins you accept them and and they can? Join? Well, there's there's three questions. You know, the, the big one is you know. Um, what do you want to get from the group? Because if I know what value I can provide, that's helpful for me for putting mm -hmm. lessons together and, you know, making sure that I can meet people's expectations. Because, you know, if they come into the group and they join and they don't get something out of it, then it's a waste of their time. And then I'm not I'm not doing what I promised I would do is provide value. So the first thing I do is when they join the group and that will this will be live by the end of this weekend. I'll have a free basic course that they can cover a lot of the basic technologies of the stuff that they can use. such mm -hmm. as Audio, video, uh, podcasting, uh, graphics, uh, some basic configurations or introductory topics. And then I'm going to have an advanced mastery class where I walk people through those processes uh, in, the, in these basically 45 minute to hour long videos that goes deep into the tech side of it. And I'll also be available for coaching calls as well to actually mm -hmm. walk the people through those processes personally. Fantastic. I love that. So you really got clarity on how you got your business set up and how you can deliver extra value besides the value that you already share. Love it. That's so important. So again, all the people that are watching now or in the recording comment section, click on the link, join Nathan's group. I tell you right now, you're going to love it. All right. Let's keep it going. All right. I'm sorry, Nathan. I'm just firing at you the whole time. That's okay, man. Just bring, minutes, it, bring it. Bring it. Especially with you just firing all those value things back. I'm just like, hey, we got to keep this going. Man, I love it. So what? one of the things that I've noticed from you right now is that you are a guy that has understood very well that it's it's okay to join these challenges and stuff like that. But you take action. Right? Yeah. I do. I mean, I, I just, I, I can't sit around and do nothing um, because if there's an opportunity for me to learn something, I'm going to take it. Uh, I guess it comes from my time in the military. I did a lot of really bizarre stuff in the military. I had ran a gamut of, uh, uh, of different types of uh, work that I did when I was in the military. And mm -hmm. it, it was always about achievement. It was always about getting that next level, leveling up, learning more. And so I've never stopped. And, you know, I'm, and I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'll be 57 years old this month and uh, I don't see myself slowing down. Nice. Um, you know, it's, it, you know, <laughs> my, my wife and my kids look at me they're like, dad, where do you get the energy from? And I'm like, it, it's this fire that's burning inside of me. that just keeps driving me forward to, to, to do this. Yeah. 
And that is what it is for everybody else. If you do not have that fire in you, you haven't found your passion. Keep looking. It is so important. And you can tell, right? I love this because you shared it. You, I was going to say exuberant. Is that the right word? Is that actually? Yeah. Yeah. Great. So you, you shine passion, right? That's where that fire comes from. That's so important. And that's what your kids see as well, right? So they now are going to be like, wow, I want that passion. I want to have that fire, that energy that my dad has and just, right? That, that's it, man. I love it. And that's, that's, again, a great message to share with everybody out there. Find your passion. And when you find it, just keep going until you're successful. There is no such thing as failure unless you quit. Correct. Right? So, I, you know, it's funny. I, I received one of the biggest compliments I could the other day. It was my mm-hmm. daughter. And she's seen me digging into the stuff and learning and, and taking these courses and, and just starting to escalate things. And my daughter looked at me, she goes, I'm really proud of you, dad. And it was funny because it's normally me saying that to my kids mm. and to hear that back. It just showed me that I'm doing the right thing, that, that they see that I am doing my best to succeed and to, and, and to make this all work. Mm-hmm. and you know, like right now, they they couldn't be more proud of me. No, that's so. beautiful. Man. That's beautiful. That made a little tinkle. Yeah. <laughs> when my kids said that, I went, "Really? You're proud of your daddy?" And they're like, "Why are you crying, Dad?" I'm like, "Man, I'm just really happy right now." What can I say? Right? That's the, that's the ultimate compliment. Yeah, absolutely. When you could say that, I mean, anybody can say it, and you you're you're you know humble, grateful, everything. But when you could say it, yeah, absolutely. It's like, wow. I've done something right here. Yeah. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Now, I have a question, though, because you mentioned you got five kids. So what age are we talking about of which daughter said that? Well, my uh, my daughter's 30. And 30. Uh, I have a, a son who's 34 and one who's 32. And then for my second marriage, I have a, a, a son who's eight and another one who is five. He just started kindergarten this year. Oh, awesome. Exciting times. So now they're all in school. So my wife has a little bit of uh, um, relaxation time during the day that the house is kind of empty. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and I'm assuming that the 34, 32 and 30 year old, they're, they're out of the house, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, they live with me as well. And it's awesome. Oh, okay. I love it. Oh, um, awesome. After, you know, after their mom passed away and we moved out here, we live in Texas now. We were living in Florida, in Orlando. Okay. Uh-huh. And, um, they wanted a change of scenery. They wanted to, you know, move with me and, and live with me. And, you know, they're my children. I'm never going to deny them a place to live, you know, and, you know, having them around, we just have such really close bonds and everything mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of parents out there who don't have those close bonds with their older children, but I am one to say that, uh, you know, I'm happy that I do and that, you know, I'm not only their father, but, we're also friends as well. Awesome. So what would you say, because this is something that's interesting for me then, because I got still really young kids, the three and six, right? So I'm already thinking like, wow, I, I, that's what I want, right? What would you say are like the maybe one, two, three things that you consistently did that, um, how do you say that, that got you to where you are right now where you have such a close bond, right? Where they still... They want to be with you. They want to live with you. They want to do stuff, etc. Right? Um, structure. Okay. Making sure they have a good structured life. 
um, to discipline, making sure they understand. And, and the, one of the biggest things I've always taught my kids is, you know, for every action, there is a consequence. Mm -hmm. And through your actions, you determine if it's going to be a positive consequence or a negative consequence. So you have to choose wisely. And then there's trust. Uh, I've always been there for my kids. Uh, no matter what they've done, uh, I always said, you know, if you make a mistake, it's okay. Own your mistakes. I'm going to be there for you as your dad. If you make a mistake, I'm going to call you on it. But I am not going to judge you on it. And so we've always built that. We have that strong trust between us. And we can always talk about things openly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's brutal. Sometimes it's harsh because sometimes the truth is brutal, more brutal than, you know, anything else. No, no, so no, no. It's just about maintaining communication and setting up that, 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 that those open lines between us that, that keep us close. Exactly. So structure part, that that's the one. Can, can you share a little bit of what does that look like? What does that mean? Well, I mean, had, because I was in the military for so long, I, I lived a very structured life. I, I you know, uh, you know, they were around, they saw me, I would get up about the same time every morning. I would have my routine where I would go run 10, you know, five to 10 miles most mornings. And then I would go to do some more exercise and I'd go to work. And then, you know, I'd come home, you know, roughly about the same time. And we had routines and routines are important for, for building in that structure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not everything in life has to be a routine. You have to be spont you know, spontaneous sometimes, you know, just have fun. But it, it's about letting them know that when, if you have structure in your life, if you have patterns, if you have routines that you can rely upon, that you don't have to think about doing, that you can, can do these things without thinking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have that, that solid foundation. Now you can deviate from, from that foundation, but that foundation's never going to go away. Mm -hmm. So once I built that foundation with them, they live based on that foundation and then can modify their life however they see fit. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Love it. I appreciate you going into it a little bit more depth there. Um, I love it when you're talking about trust, right? And, and, and owning your mistakes. I love it with my kids. Well, my older one is very good at it, the six-year-old. Um, he's done something, spilled something, and then he comes, right? He comes in, he says, oh, daddy, I'm so sorry I spilled this. I'm like, oh, really? I, I really? And then he gets mad, or no, not mad. He gets afraid for some reason that I'll get mad, which is probably something that I've done a couple of years ago. So I'm just asking him, like, that's great. Thank you for you know bringing it up. What's the next step? And he's like, well, need to clean it up. All right, who's going to clean it up? And he looks at me, he's like, you can. I'm like, no, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome that he, he, you know, he fesses up. It's like, you know, that that's the first step, I think, when when it comes to trust, right? It's just, you know, you made a mistake, you you you, you fess it up, right? And then we'll right. find a solution to solve it, to, to make sure that everything gets better or as good as it can get, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. So, very important. Um, and where am I at? Where to go? Yeah, let me ask you this. Um, you've been married for a long time, right? Uh, yeah, I was married for a long time the first time, and exactly about you know going on eight years. So exactly. So 
I'm assuming you're pretty good at it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but what I mean is, what's the key? Because I, I keep sharing that with everybody. I see people give up so easily, right? I mean, I have friends around that, that were married for a year and then all of a sudden it was done. I'm like, how is that, how is that possible? Right? I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not sure if there's any magic formula, Klaus. I, 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 Probably not. I, I, <laughs> You have to wake up and say, I'm going to make today work with that person. Mm. And, you know, you're going to have your bad days. You're going to have your good days. But you, you have to look at it over a span of time. If you, if, you, if you start letting things get bad and stay bad and don't fix them, that's when you have issues. But when something goes bad, you have a bad conversation, you have a bad day. Um, you have to fix it right away. And one of the things that my wife and I agree on, what, what do we do is if we are at the point to where we might say something that might hurt the other person's feelings, mm -hmm. we, we, we've built it in that we walk away. You know, even if that means getting in the car and driving around for an hour until you calm down and say, okay, Sometimes, and this is one of my, my important phrases, sometimes the kindest words are those that are left unsaid. Mm. And so yeah, you may be angry, you may be upset with a person, but don't say those mean words. You know, just say, okay, I really want to say this, but I'm just going to walk away for a few minutes until I can come back and say something not so mean. Mm -hmm. now, I mean, people, my wife and I have good lines of communication, but there are days where we don't want to talk to one another because it would be futile effort. So we say, okay, today is not a day we should be talking <laughs> That's um, because we've both had bad days. So let's just mm -hmm. do what we normally do, get through the day, but we don't go to bed angry. Mm. We don't go to bed angry. You know, it's not like we're going to stay up till three or four o'clock in the morning, but we find some type of resolution and that resolution is okay we're going to shelve this until the morning when we both get a good night's rest because it's late we're tired and we can't think straight or let's stay up that extra 30 minutes let's work this out and then let's go to bed maybe we can talk about it a little bit more in the morning but either way we find some form of resolution mm -hmm. and it's you know uh, and i can't stress that enough that that kindest words are the ones left unsaid um it makes it so much easier because if i if i'm upset with what she's done or said i mean like I, I can't do this right now i need to just calm down and walk away and so many times that has helped us in resolving issues and you know we're we're both human we're we're fallible we both said things in the in heat of anger and mm -hmm. we look back and we're like well, that was really stupid because one, I didn't mean what I said, but you can't take that back. It's like, oh. and I, I, I remember my, my, my uh, dad told me the story and uh, he passed away a few years ago. He was like 93 and he was, he lived a great life. And this is a story that he's like, words are like nails in a fence post. Mm -hmm. He said, go out to the fence post and you pound a nail into it for every bad word you have to say about somebody. And then what you do is you go back and you pull those nails out. The damage is still left behind. Yep. Even though you may pull the nail back, even though you may say you're sorry, that damage is left 
in that fence post. So you have to think about every time you say something to somebody, if it's hurtful, if it's painful, you know, that little mark is still left behind and they're not going to forget it. Mm-hmm. Wise man. <laughs> Very wise words. It wasn't always this way. <laughs> it's a long, hard road to get here. 25, 30 years ago, I made a lot more mistakes and, you know, and I paid for them, but that's how we grow, right? Exactly, exactly. No, no, and it's it's so true. We all make mistakes. And I think at some point, but let's discuss that a little bit as well. It my little no. one crying. <laughs> He's upset. He, mommy's probably gonna put him told, told him to go to bed. Um so making mistakes at some point is also good, right? Because that that is exactly what we learn from. Of course, making mistakes like that you know, saying bad words or, or stuff like that. Yeah, we should have already known. But as you said, it's the heat of the moment, right? Um, but how, how do you deal with that? What, what's your view on um, on making those mistakes and your, let's say, strategy to make sure that you learn from it? Well, I've always, one thing I have learned is I never learn anything from doing things right the first time. Mm-hmm. I always learn and that lesson is imbued is embedded in me when I make a mistake, when I screw up mm-hmm. because and then there's a consequence and that consequence drives home in what that point is of what I'm supposed to learn from the process. You know, if you, if you keep hitting your thumb with a hammer, eventually you're going to stop because it hurts. Mm-hmm. Or you learn to put your or thumb somewhere else when you're swinging the hammer, right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you know, what, what do they what do they say the definition of insanity is? Right, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result. Yeah. Well, you know that's and and that's part of the learning process. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you keep hoping for a different result. You won't learn. And so mm-hmm. you have to apply yourself, and you say, look okay, I did this. It didn't work. What can I do to make it work? Mm-hmm. I have to take a step back. I may have to take five steps back because I may have made my mistake earlier on in the process that would lead to that same mistake again. So I sit down, I analyze where I went wrong and then try again. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Try and try and try again. Yeah, actually, in regards to trying again, I saw the most beautiful thing today, and it's the stupidest thing as well. Um, it's American Got Talent, and the guy came on, sang a song, got chewed out by Simon, who said, leave and come back this afternoon with a new song. And he did, and he freaking rocked it. It was like, wow, that is some That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, that's, that's an example right there for everybody saying, like, oh, I can't do this. And imagine you standing in front of 4,000 people and somebody tells you like leave and come back later and then do it in any way. That's that's that is some grit. That's crazy right there. Um, I may have seen that one. He he just totally botched the first song. Yeah, well, he, he sang good, but it's just they they didn't like it. it. Was too weak, whatever it was. Yeah, but they yeah, but it was just uh, absolutely amazing. So I want to dive into something else. Let's see what I've noticed, and you've heard it probably a lot. Um, especially now that you're in this space with Russell Ronson and stuff like that. There's a lot out there that are saying like, you know, hustle, grind. 
and you know you got to hustle you got to grind you got to work tons and tons of hours a day um and i think that's that's my personal feeling for a dadpreneur that's just not possible right yeah. you might want to say that but we, we we got our kids and if if i have to choose between hustle and grind or not hustle and grind and and hustle and grind when i'm with my kids right going crazy and nuts and stuff like that i prefer that kind of type of hustle and grinding than the hustle and grind where they're talking about just sitting behind your computer and, and working, 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 right? What What's your view on the hustle and grind message that's being shared at the moment by a lot of people? Well, I mean, it works for some people, and if mm. it works for them, great. I, I, I think that's awesome that you can dedicate all that time and all those hours to doing just that one thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I love it when people succeed, but I work a full-time job, mm -hmm. I have my wife, I have my kids. And right now those are my primary priorities because if I lose my job right now, I mean, all this stuff I'm doing, you know, I don't want to have to go into this, building this up in a panic and possibly mess up. Mm -hmm. So I dedicate my time first to my family and then what time is left is my hustle and grind time. And I put as much as I can into that, making sure that I get enough sleep because if I'm not well-rested, I can't do my job and I can't be there for my family like I'm supposed to be. I don't want it to affect my health. Um, you know, I, I, I've done the hustle and grind. I, I, was, I was in the Navy for a long time and there was times I would go and sometimes get one, two, maybe three hours of sleep a night and do that for days, if not weeks on end. And so I understand where that comes from, but with responsibilities of being a father and a husband, they have to come first every night, every night, no matter, no matter what happens, no matter what I'm in the middle of, I always take time, stop, put my boys to bed. And I read the story every night because you know what? They're not going to remember me sitting in front of the computer. They're not going to remember how hard I worked. What they're going to remember is me reading the story to them. Mm -hmm no matter how successful I get, no matter how much money I make, those are the things that are going to remember. Exactly. Yeah. Totally agree with that. What's the favorite bedtime story? Oh, they have a bunch. I mean, uh, I'm not sure if you ever heard of the series called Hank, the cow dog. Hank, the cow dog. Nope. But I'm going to write it down. It's a huge series of like three, I think there's like 300 books in the series. Wow. And it's this guy from Texas wrote this, he wrote these stories originally because, you know, he was couldn't find stories for his kids. So mm -hmm. he started writing his own stories. And it's about life in Texas. And it is just a fantastic series about cowboys. And it's about Hank, who is the cow dog who lives on the ranch. The stories are hit from his perspective. That's and those awesome. are plus I read the illustrated classics. And right now I'm reading Captain's Courageous to them. I just finished the Swiss Family Robinson and uh I did mm. Robinson Crusoe and and uh so those I enter I intermingle those stories with their favorite Hank the Cowdog stuff. So I want yeah. them to have a classical education as well. Exactly, exactly. Now your boys are about yeah, they're actually the same age difference as mine are. How do you do that with the bedtime stories? Do you just read the same bedtime story for both or do you it separately? I do both. They, I mean, they share a room. So when I go in yeah. there, it's, it's, it's a communal event. I, I read them and you know, there are nights where I let them pick which story they want to hear. And of okay. course they have their own taste. So I'm like, okay, it's, 
you know, my boys are, are, are Aiden and Dylan. So they, I, one night it's Aiden's turn. The other one, it's Dylan's turn. And, you know, we switch back and forth and there's, there are nights because Dylan is just now getting his feet when, when it comes to reading, he's starting to learn to read better. Uh, yeah. I'll let him read to me. Awesome. And so he, he gets experience in reading to me and because he sees me reading to them, he's comfortable with sitting in front of me and trying to read to me. That's awesome. So I'm glad you shared that as well, because that was going to be my next question. Since you got an eight-year-old, my six-year-old is starting to read. So he's now getting the two-letter things, right? Mm -hmm. And trying to make them to a word. So if he reads mama, then now he understands that mama is mama. Mm -hmm. But that's about as far as we go at the moment. Um, but I love it, right? But it's a process, man. It's it's. I, I work with him almost every day, except the days that he doesn't feel like it. Like he's actually like really like, mm, I don't want to. But it's not easy. Like we think like, you know, for us, it's like it's so natural. Like, you know, hey, why why don't you? That's what's my first problem. Right. And I want to ask you how, how you would deal with that. Um, but for us, it's so common. Right. You're like, look, it's a uh, door. Right. He has to go D-O-O-R and then can't put it together. Dude, really? You just said the word. Why can't you? And that was my mistake uh, when we just started out. I was actually saying that to him like. I don't get it. Why don't you get that? Right. So how did you make for yourself um, correct yourself? Right. Because you got to correct yourself. Absolutely. That, oh, wait, wait, wait. I can't think from my perspective. I got to think from their perspective. Right. How do you make sure or and how do you make sure that that's exactly what you do? Well, I mean, a lot of it is trial and error. And fortunately, my wife was uh, she was homeschooled. And okay. so she picked up a lot of the techniques that her mother used with her teaching nice. her at home. And she's been a godsend in helping our boys because we started out with one learning single letters and how to put two letters together in the sounds they make. And then we got these little games. There are these little puzzle cards with two letters mm -hmm. and we put the groups of two letters together to form the words. Oh, and okay. you can do three letters together. So you form bigger words. So you can put all the different syllable combinations together and you know help them to learn the different types of words so there's there's a lot of little tips and tricks out there but the big thing was is letting them practice letting them make the mistakes mm -hmm. and just help them correct them along the way as they're they're doing the reading and the you know i guess the biggest thing is that phonetic structure making sure that they understand each letter and how many different sounds each letter can make because you know with english you know, English has all of these exceptions that uh, you have to learn to, you know, the letter A can have an A, an A, and an A sound, and you have to make sure to help them understand where that sound occurs and how it occurs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we're on the Spanish area. <laughs> I'm, However, I'm teaching my boys Spanish at the, at, at the same time now, so now they're a little older. Awesome. They're, I'm, I'm trying to teach, trying to teach them Spanish, so... Mm. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So then you know that the Spanish alphabet has actually more letters than the English alphabet does, it does, which makes it for an interesting discussion every time as well. However, it's a lot of fun, right? It keeps it interesting. Oh, yeah. it's a trial and error and we make it going. So I appreciate that, man. My, my biggest difficulty with him is what you just said, let, let them make mistakes and I let him make mistakes and he gets really upset, right? That's, that's where I'm struggling. It's like, yeah, I want you to get to a point where you just understand and that's the phase we are in. It's like, it's 
good to make mistakes because that's the way you learn, right? He's not, he's not there yet. So patience from my end is a, is a very important thing. Anyway, man, we're, we're almost at the end and I still want to give you some time as well, Nathan, to share with us where people can find you, how people can contact you. Um, so yeah, if they have any questions in regards to tech funnels or some more amazing advice, um, like the quotes, look, I'm going to share real quick. Rebecca said it, kindest words are the ones left unsaid. I mean, I think that was my highlight. Uh, <laughs> if I got to pick any out of the 20 that you shared, that was definitely like, wow, that's a good one. I love that. So how, how can people get in contact with you? Where can people find you the best way? Well, I mean, the easiest thing to do is just go and you can find my, uh, my, my Facebook profile, send me a friend request. Um, you know, I just, I, I do go and I do screen my friend request. And, you know, if you're, if you're, if you just want to spam me, don't send me a friend request, but you know, if you're actually interested in what I want to help you learn. And if you feel that, you know, I look for value too, and mm -hmm. I love to trade value with people. So look me up, look for my profile, find my funnel tech group. It's a groups slash funnel tech. Um, and, uh, Thanks for the link again. And so, um, you know, just just hit me up, send me a message. Uh, I'm always available. I either have my phone with me or I'm on the computer most times. Um, you know, I have my dedicated time for my kids and, you know, family at night. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, they can just hit me up on Facebook. Or you can, I am on Twitter. I don't, I'm not as active as much on there. But, uh, you know, go ahead and hit me up on Facebook and I'll be happy to respond. Awesome. Love that. So no Bitcoin people. I'm just saying, sorry, I'm fed up with all of you. <laughs> anyway, Nathan, thank you so much for taking the time to come on, man. Thank you for dropping these amazing nuggets. I loved it. And um, we want to wish you the best of success with uh, growing your group and continuing to sharing all that value. Love it. Man, I, again, people, click on the link, join this group. You will not regret it. I mean, I, I've absolutely loved this. Um, thanks again, everybody else, for taking the time. And thank you so much. Thanks for your comments, Rebecca. I appreciate you. And uh, people watching the replay, um, you know, YouTube podcast. Thank you as well. And reach out to us if you have any questions. And have an amazing day. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody. Are you still meeting up with your friends now that you're a father? Kids making you stress out. You got no time for yourself to work out, read, relax. And you still remember the time you were hanging out with your friends feeling energetic happy and confident spending time together and talking about your life and your crazy dreams you're feeling alone now don't you no one to share your challenges with and you're just running around from one storm into the next well it's time to change this now join me and the Brotherhood of Fearless Fathers to speak on a weekly basis with like-minded dads to crush your challenges, face your fears with determination, be held accountable and regain control of your life. If you want to become the hero your family needs you to be, then go to becomeafearlessfather.com slash brotherhood. Looking forward to seeing you on one of our next calls.